Hello, Third Podcast Line, and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week, we watch a movie, usually a bad one. We crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Adam. Hello. Maestro. Hola. This week, our Christmas-themed month continues with a sequel to a classic children's film, 1992's Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, a.k.a. Home Alone 2, The Cash Grab. <laughs> this movie was directed by Chris Columbus. Was, was that a, a, about the studios or about the actual Wet Bandits that you're talking about? Your cash Grab. Both. All right. Oh! This movie was directed by Chris Columbus. Not that Christopher Columbus. Right. Not the but, one that killed all the Indians. Yeah, but Chris Columbus. I don't understand. And uh, it stars Macaulay Culkin, Joe Pesci, Daniel Stern, Catherine O'Hara, and John Hurd. Let me show you the brief synopsis, and then we'll go from there. Okay. One year after Kevin was left home alone and had to defeat a pair of bumbling burglars, he accidentally finds himself in New York City, and the same criminals are not far behind. Have you guys ever seen this before? Uh, absolutely. I'm guessing you have, because you were born in 1984? Right. Yes. <laughs> okay. I grew up with this movie. I watched it a, a lot of times as a kid. I always loved it. And this, this was my first introduction to, uh, to Tim Curry, which I, I was already like, I'm in. I like uh-huh. this guy. And then seeing him later on other things, uh-huh. and Clue, and then eventually Rocky Horror. Mm-hmm. Did I introduce you to Clue? Uh, I, I would have hoped so. so. I don't think so. I actually saw Clue first. Was that right? Clue was on HBO like all the time yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Funny I, fact about Clue. Clue the movie, not Clue the game. Clue the movie was one of the first affordable VHS tapes in the 80s. Oh. Because back then, VHS tapes used to be like 60 bucks. Wow. Yeah. But Clue dropped down to like 30 bucks. So like everybody bought a copy oh, okay. of Clue just because so, uh, it was like one of the cheapest ones to own. I see. So that that, that was a good marketing thing on their on their behalf. Yeah. Because not everybody knows what Clue is. Yeah. My grandma had a copy of Clue on VHS. My dad, my mom. So nice. every every house I went to, I'm like, oh, Clue again. Nice. Huh. That's probably why we had it then, I guess. <laughs> All right. So, Home Alone 2. Um, Home Alone 1, classic kids movie. Yeah. I, I watched it again this this weekend kind of in, in preparation for this. Showed it to my daughter just mm-hmm. to kind of get some background and remind myself some things. And there's a lot of callbacks to the first one and the second one, which yeah. is interesting. Uh, but the the music at the beginning, that's, as soon as I heard it, I got, started getting real excited. Yeah. It brings back yeah. all that feel from mm-hmm. like when you were a kid. Yeah. It's, it, oh, is, is that, is that only for Home Alone or is that a actual Christmas song? That's, that, I think that's just for Home Alone. Okay. Yeah. But that does sound so. like it's a Christmas it does. melody. Yeah. But it's, it's, it just makes me happy just hearing those, <laughs> those chords. I mean, it's even in the, like a minor, right? So it's like supposed to be sound like a little creepy. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's mischievous. Yeah. So we start off with a, um, a Christmas scene, Christmas, uh, pageant or, well, no, what do they call it? We're, we're in the McAllister home. Right. In the whitest part of Chicago. Right. Which is, uh, I forgot the name of the city, but uh, this is in Cook County. And I read somewhere that this city that they live in, in, it's like a suburb of Chicago. It's the second richest, like, suburb in the whole U.S. Oh, wow. Well, Makes the sense. Their house is a fucking mansion, dude. Yeah, and these these parents are loaded. They, they, I don't know how. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how, but they are loaded. I don't know how everyone's related. They never explain like, oh, Uncle Frank's my dad's or my mom's so and so. Yeah, no, it's really not really that important. But there's a lot of people. They don't all live there, do they? No, no two they're all coming to visit. Okay, there's they, two families in there. Yeah, Uncle Frank and the his wife bring their kids on, right. on Christmas, and then from their house they then fly out to wherever they have to go. Because they went to, they were supposed to go to Paris the first one. Yep. 
Well, they did go to Paris. Oh, yeah, they did go to yeah. Paris. <laughs> well, most but of them the, did. Yeah. Then the mom came back. Right. Catherine O'Hara. I like Catherine O'Hara. Yeah. She's awesome. Yeah. Beetlejuice. Yeah. Beetlejuice. Mama Beetlejuice. Oh. She's mm-hmm. really good in improv. She's in all the Christopher Guest movies like Best in Show. Oh, yeah. Okay. Guffman. Interesting. I don't think I've seen her since his, since his movies, oh, okay. since the Home Alones. I don't know what else she might have been in. But yeah, the, so the house is getting is being all crazy like like, like it was mm-hmm. for. Uh, they're having pizza and they're all having good times. Uh, Joe Pesci uh, shows up right away as a cop. To whoa, no, whoa. that's the first one. That's Home Alone 1, man. Is it? Yeah. yeah. You're confusing 1 oh, and 2. Oh, God damn it. See? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. The, what the, are you the, talking the about? I should have watched them both back to back. Yeah. The Christmas pageant. <laughs> Christmas pageant. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Christmas pageant. Well, wait, before you before you do that, um, in this movie, uh, the very beginning, they show uh, Kevin McAllister actually has a new toy. The yes. talk boy. The that, talk boy. That yeah, thing is awesome. I actually own this thing. Me too. Did you? Yeah, oh, I wanted it so bad. I never got it. <laughs> Anyways, my neighbor had it. And I was always playing with it. With no, that's all. Anyway. So sad. Anyways, they they put this into a perspective. They're saying that um, everything he says sounds exactly like a real person coming out when you're recording when you his play. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, that's the selling point? Like before it would have some sort of uh, distortion or... Similar. I mean, it seemed like there was a lot of echo behind it usually. Okay. So this talk boy, what it would do, it was, it was the mic would be focalized towards the mouth. So when you recorded, it would just get the, whatever was in front of it. Ah, it was like a, a unidirectional as opposed to omnidirectional? Yeah, no, no, there, it wasn't a ribbon mic, no. Yeah, like these mics. Oh! Oh, and by the way, Adam, <laughs> the movie Talkboy works a thousand times better than the Talkboy we both had. Uh, absolutely. Yes, if I recorded true. something on TV, it didn't come out clear like the the guests at this game show stay at the Plaza Hotel. Yeah. It would come out like, guests at this game show Plaza Hotel. Pretty much. That's well, when I learned that movies... Was that oh, the same in real life? Such a young are you t- age. Yeah, are you telling me bit. that's where you like learned everything like that? Because at that point, I'm like, Freddy, Freddy Krueger is real. Oh, you know, I, right. like I thought everything I saw on TV was like legit. Ah, all right. <laughs> so, anyways, before they actually head to their Christmas pageant, um, Kevin needs to get his tie, but unfortunately, it's in the bathroom where Uncle Frank is taking a oh, shower. Yeah. And this sets up. And this we'll sets see up- with your boy Tim Curry later. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So the dad tells Kevin to go in there and don't look at anything. Just grab your tie and get out. Yeah. Oh, by the way, what, what, he, what he says, I can't go to the bathroom because uh, Uncle Frank's in there. And Uncle Frank said, if I saw him naked, I would never feel like a man the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wow, that's kind of a uh, – whatever that means. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. we Yeah, he's got – We wow. know what that means. It's fortunately mm-hmm. the kid doesn't. So let's move along with that. <laughs> yeah. I, I never I never remember that line <laughs> as a kid because it obviously went over my head. But now I'm just like, wow, that's – wow. Funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So he records the audio of Uncle Frank in the shower. Oh, you're cooking, Frankie. Yeah. yeah Singing along and then, get you to the pervert. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, but I'll, well, I'll, I'll come to this part. Well, I'll just get to it later when we get yeah. to that scene. Okay. All right. So the Christmas pageant, Buzz messes with Kevin. They get in trouble. For some reason, Buzz, they're, for some reason, they're punishing them like almost like a jury style. So yeah. like, Buzz has to defend himself. Like, yeah. ladies and gentlemen of the jury, right. I did nothing wrong. We did, he was an ass. He <laughs> Kevin pushed him and knocked down the entire like set. the set and knocked out the piano player chick uh-huh. be, because he was he just pushed Buzz because Buzz embarrassed him in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. Pretty justifiable, I think. Yes, yeah, fine. Yeah. But but Kevin's getting in trouble for it. Uh-huh. Like yeah. why'd you push him, Kevin? You ruined everything. Yeah. No, Buzz ruined everything. Pretty much. I mean, the whole point about it was um, Buzz was making fun of Kevin when the spotlight was on Kevin to begin with. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, literally everyone was staring at him at that point when he did that. Yeah, so he, he made it even was, worse. He had a solo. He had a singing solo. Yeah. Nobody else was singing, so all eyes on him, and he's he's messing with him. Yeah. Putting like little candles behind his ears, making them glow when he says the song when part when he says glow. Yeah. 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 And then doing drumsticks on the head. Yeah. Adam, you always talk about the spoiler goggles. Yeah. This is the first time I've seen this movie since we started doing this podcast. Okay. And I just, I found so many yes. things. And I get that this is a kid's movie. Right. I'm, we're not expecting like intricate plot. Yeah. But come on. Like, <laughs> like for example, they all go to bed. The dad unplugs the his clock by accident. Yeah. And then right before they go to bed, the newspaper flies and it lands on the front uh, door right and on the cover are the wet bandits yeah and it says wet bandits escape wet bandits escape in prison right yeah okay this is the third biggest city in the u.s mm-hmm. and the biggest story of the day is that the two small-time crooks <laughs> in this little suburb escaped if, yeah. this, was, if this is a small time in nebraska maybe right maybe no. that makes front page but the Chicago Tribune or no the Chicago Sun Times, whatever. No way. This is possible. It, it would have said that. they're treating them like they're the fucking Manson family. Like, hey, the wet bandits are out. Everybody hide. Right, right. No, it, the, the front page should have been massive riot at prison. Yes, <laughs> that, that, uh, fine. That I'll buy. But uh-huh. having a picture of them, they escaped. Well, nobody else escaped during the riot. Just these two <laughs> well, schmucks that couldn't barely take care of a nine-year-old. Mm-hmm. Well, that's exhibition. Ex- exhibition. Exposition. Yeah. Well, I feel like if they're able to get out of prison, they're actually pretty intelligent at some point. No, they're really, really dumb. I know. I <laughs> they're know. so dumb. They even call themselves dumb later on mm-hmm. at the skating rink. Who's dumb enough to do that? We're, we're we are. That's us. Uh. I've always this always bothered me with both Home Alone's, and I actually found out that they've made uh, five of these movies. Yes, I oh. thought. Oh, I thought only four. There's a fifth, like uh, Christmas special, but and, only oh. the first three from Macaulay Culkin, right? Or, or first or two. two? Only the first two. Yeah. Oh, okay. And guess who's the bad guy in the fifth one? My uh, moral nemesis, Mr. Malcolm McDowell. Uh, <laughs> now I want to watch He's it. He's getting beat up on? I don't know. I think so. <laughs> anyway. Now I want to watch it. The thing that always bothered me about these two movies is the, the, the owners of the house, Mr. and Mrs. McAllister, yep. their alarm clock always gets fucked up. So because they don't wake up first, the whole house is also chaos. Asleep. No, yeah. no. There's... It has to be someone Uncle else. Frank who wakes doesn't up. have an alarm. Also, no. yeah. well, this is the thing about it, though. What I've noticed about Frank is that he pushes every um, responsibility onto someone else, including finance. I know so his wife. So his I, wife should I, have yeah, it. The kids should have woke up like, "Hey, it's seven. We should be getting ready." Yeah, yeah we did it again. That it's was chaos. In yeah, the that, that they they were trying really hard to find a reason to sleep in, and that was all they came up with. Mm-hmm. Is they unlocked it. Well, I have a question, Adam. You have a kid. Does yep. it eat? Do they usually wake up earlier? Than oh, you? yeah. Kids always wake up early. Uh, no, not my daughter. See? No. She, she I used to. She likes to mm. sleep. I used to wake up like at 5 a.m. Yeah, but we're freaks, man. We, I wake up like super early, too. It's we're, it's not the same. On the weekends, yeah, I'd, I'd wake up first. But mm. like during the week, I, I can't get out of bed. Yeah. And it's for the life of me. Hmm. So the McAllister gang, they're going to Miami yeah. for the holidays. So they go to the airport. And Kevin's bugging his dad for batteries. And he's like, here, take my bag. And they're all running to the airport through the airport. This is definitely a pre nine eleven world. Absolutely, you would not no. get caught dead running yes. through an airport now. That yeah, the, 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 the whole you'd the be whole, tackled. Everything on the plane was was like this is not this is way before nine eleven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was running through. Kevin has to stop to get his, his, his uh, talk boy is out of batteries, so he has his dad get some batteries. Oh, here they're in the bag. So he gives him the bag, which here. is full of cash and, uh, <laughs> and his credit card, and credit cards, wallet, everything's in the bag, and the batteries. He stops to put the batteries in, looks up, dad's gone. Because and he looks, he sees uh, a person wearing the same jacket as his dad, and that's how he gets the followed into New York instead of Florida. Mm-hmm. Right. So he follows him onto the plane, knocks into the the, uh, the flight attendant at the at the gate, holding all the tickets. All the tickets go falling. Oh no! Get him inside. To, whatever. Mm-hmm. Let him in. Whatever. He gets. He sits down. 
And he, uh, the guy next to him starts speaking to him in French for some reason. Well, because if the person next to him spoke English, he'd say, yeah, we're going to New York. That's why they had to have him speak French. Yeah. But, but why, why does he keep talking to the kid? Like, obviously, the kid doesn't speak French. <laughs> he, just, he just starts rambling and rambling and rambling. Like, uh-huh. it's a one-sided conversation to the point where he puts on his headphones and the to guy's drown still the guy talking. out. And he's, yeah, he's still going. There's something that was brought up earlier in the, um, the, in the van, one of the kids asked Catherine O'Hara, Hey, how come we're not sitting together? And she goes, At this time of the year, you're lucky if we even have tickets at all. Okay. Okay. Here's, here's what I noticed with my spoiler goggles on now. All right. Okay. okay. He runs to New York. New York is the biggest city in the U.S. Yeah. Yep. I'm assuming that if you're flying out of Chicago to New York, mm-hmm. every seat in your plane is going to be full, right? Yeah. So there just happens to be one extra seat for this kid on that flight. I thought every oh. it was established every flight is booked. Interesting. Well, that's true. But um, the way I've noticed it when I was a kid <laughs> was that there's when it comes to like Kevin McAllister and uh-huh. the story behind the movie, that there's a little bit of magic that gives that extra push. Oh, to I know. Because again, <laughs> this is a kid's movie. I'm giving yeah. it some sl- Adam. You must be giving I, it I, slack, right? I, I I tried giving it as much okay. slack as I could, okay. but some that, I didn't think about that one. But that's 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 good. Oh, by the way, Chicago to Miami. I looked two and a half hours. Okay. Not once did you get up and say, hey, uh, yeah. is everyone here? Because we kind of ran as, right, as exactly. a pack. You want a snack or something? We didn't have time for breakfast. Here's a granola. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Great parents. <sighs> well, they're in first class, too. They're probably getting drunk. Great stewardess, yeah. <laughs> too. Don't you think that at the very beginning of the flight, the old, they did put the headphones on? I was oh, thinking, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I was thinking, like, oh, wait, how would he not know he's going to New York? Because they always announce headphones. Right. And, and by the way, wouldn't they, like, maybe 10 minutes later, the the, the, the stewardess or the, the flight attendant chick going through the tickets that got knocked over? Hey, this one's not for New York. That's <laughs> Miami. I feel <laughs> oh, like. Well, I guess. I don't know. I feel like that's, like, a little bit too late for where. I mean, like, basically. Yeah, yeah no, but they call the airport in Chicago, like, nobody knows where he is. Like, okay, well, with mysterious. This is one ticket we had over here that was for Miami, but it ended but, up being to New York. But let's think about it this way, though. This is like one of the busiest times of the year for the airport. How many tickets do they have to go through to find that one ticket? They probably missed it out for a while. Plus, this is a pre nine eleven world. Once you get on the plane, they don't give a fuck, dude. I guess that's get them up there. I don't know. Robin well, Williams. Robin Williams has a funny joke about uh, airport security pre nine eleven. He All would right. say, like, you'd walk through the metal detectors, and he's like, what is that? Oh, uh, it's a gun. Okay, get on the plane. Come on. Yeah. We got to get on the plane. Oh, right. what is that? Oh, it's a knife. Get on the plane. Yeah, that's a Seinfeld thing, Sein- too. What, what do you got there? Hair dryer with a scope on it? Bowling ball with a candle. <laughs> yeah, bowling ball candle? All right. I don't know. Come on. Oh, that looks good. Just <laughs> trying to get a move move on here, people. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like that. Hair dryer with a scope. Kevin realizes <laughs> he's in New York. And yeah. he's like, I'm home alone in New York. Oh, yeah. He didn't say I'm home alone. I did alone. it again. Yeah. No, my parents are in, in Miami and I'm in New York. Oh, a weird eyebrow thing. Uh-huh. So he, he wanders the city. Yeah. But he's got a bunch of money, which is like, oh, okay. Because uh-huh. uh, that, that was, uh, I was watching with my sister and she was saying like, where does he get all this money from? Uh, well, she was on her phone at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. You missed the part where uh, he's got an envelope full of cash. Mm-hmm. It seems like a weird thing to do. Well, the I find that a lot of people when they do travel, they do travel with cash because a lot of times, um, let's say like they're going overseas, like in the first one, they would have had cash because they had transferred change uh, currency. Right. And this one is probably just a habit that what he, that he does. Mm-hmm. All right. The, I would do that like, if I had to like this is all the money I have, and like <laughs> if I spend it any more than this, then I'm I'm not getting back home. Think about, <laughs> th- but think about this way also. I mean, if you lose your credit cards, you're done. You have to go back. You have to go to the consulate and blah, 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 blah. So he's wandering so, the city and okay. Kevin winds up in the fish market. And then lo and behold, yeah. look who makes their first appearance of the movie. The, the most wet. notorious criminals <laughs> in the entire U.S. The wet bandits. Now 
they're calling themselves the Sticky Bandits. The Sticky Bandits. Marv and Harry. Harry. I think that Marv has some sort of innate talent to um, be really versatile with his sticky hand techniques. Oh my god! Have you seen you, later At the ice uh, rink? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow! That was <laughs> Adam. You must have been pissed at that. Yes, right? people should be getting whiplash, yanking scarves off of them, mittens, a hat off with some people if, skating by. If you watch that one bit where he takes the scarf off the girl, she does a triple like axle <laughs> right after that. Or he's taken off. Well, this is later on, but there, with uh, Marv wrapped, uh, I guess, duct tape or sticky tape around his right hand. Yeah. and just taking stuff. Yeah, he takes off a beanie off of a guy. Yeah, I'm wearing a hoodie right now. I know yeah. you can't see this right. at home. I'm wearing a hoodie right now. Right, which means my my ears are warm. Right, if someone just went yunk yeah. and took that off, I would feel oh cold air. What happened to my beanie? Right, they're just like you, you feel that here in the house. Imagine yes. on a skating rink where it's so much colder in, in winter yes. in New York. <laughs> So they're sticky bandits. So they're they're the most notorious uh, cat burglars in the U.S. Right. And they decide to go to New York, right. the biggest city in the U.S. Eh, I'll buy it. Sure, I'm in at this point. Yeah, it's fine. It's a kid movie. I'm, yeah. I'm in. I'm, I'm, win- I'm waiting for your turn off moment. By the way. Oh, oh, let me think about that. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. I have one. Oh, 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 you actually have a turn off moment. Yes. Are right. we there yet? No. Okay. 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 So now the uh, the. the, the Kids or the parents find out. Oh, Kevin's not here. Oh, damn it! Oh, at the fucking baggage claim. At the, at the baggage claim, right? They find Kevin's bag and they keep passing it down. Like, give this to Kevin. Give this to Kevin. Yeah. And then that stupid little kid at the end. They like, watch the bed. Kevin's not here. Kevin's not here. Yeah. Kevin. 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 And then she falls back. <laughs> I love Catherine O'Hara, dude. <laughs> I, I miss that stupid, ridiculous fainting that used to, I feel like happened all the time in TV and movies. I've never seen anyone react yeah. where they just. Oh, no, pass out. N- never in real life. I, in TV shows constantly just fainting all the time. I'm I, surprised I haven't seen more fainting in, in my regular life based on how much I thought it was going to be in real life. That's it. I've seen TVs. stuff. I've seen stuff like that happen in the ring. Oh yeah, well that's like head trauma. That's the reason to pass out. That's not fainting. You know, it's another. It's <laughs> called a concussion. You know, it's another movie trope <laughs> that I've only seen people do in movies, not real life. The thing where you go to the bathroom, you wet your face, and you talk to yourself in the mirror. Okay. Yeah. That that Pulp Fiction, like, okay, she's oh, yeah? your boss's wife. I've never seen anyone do I, that. I've, I've done that. Oh, okay. I've done that, too. Okay. <laughs> okay. Never mind. Supposed to get a party. Come on. Come on, man. <laughs> get yourself together. You're not that drunk. Stop it. <laughs> Kevin remembers that he's uh, he sees the Plaza Hotel, and he remembers from the game show yeah. earlier that the, the contestants stay there. So he decides to go. And who's working the concierge desk, Adam? Uh, well, uh, the concierge desk is... Uh, Mr. Tim Curry, with the, in, in, as dressed as the butler from Clue, pretty much. <laughs> yes. Also, you see Rob Schneider, which I forgot as about. the bellhop. Yeah, I'm like, oh no, Rob <laughs> Schneider. Also, you Why? see um, a pro- political person. Now. Yeah, yeah. Our future Lord and Emperor Trump. <laughs> Don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> Did you say it'll happen? Tr- yeah, Emperor Trump makes his little cameo because right. Kevin's like, "Excuse me, do you know where the front desk is?" He's like, "Over there." And yeah. he kind of turns and he's like, he gives a turn like like he just talked to Tom Cruise. Like it's just a, it's just a kid. Yeah, he's like, like confused. Like what? Well, I, mean, I feel like everyone's staring. As soon as he, the concierge sees him, he's like eyeballing Kevin. Like I don't know why he's so uh-huh. suspicious of of this kid. Maybe because this kids don't stay at the plaza usually. Is that a thing? Well, <laughs> for me, I would say uh, the reason why if I saw a lone kid in the middle of a plaza that big, I'd say, you know what? Maybe he's looking for his parents or something like that. Should I help him out? No, but he's he's got the menacing look like, uh, I'm going to find out what you're up to, kid, and I'm going to destroy you. But that's mm-hmm. how his face looks like all the time. <laughs> well, okay. 
That, that could be an argument made for that. Adam, would you say Tim Curry's the OG Giamatti? Good character actor. You can just throw him in almost anything. And oh, he, oh, absolutely. He, he reacts. Absolutely. Like he can fit any villain, good oh. guy. Yeah. yeah he's okay. a great actor. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. Tim Curry. He's, he's amazing in everything. He's like a he's like a good... Uh, do you watch baseball? No. He's really. like a good relief pitcher. Oh, okay. Like, he's not your closer. He's not your starter. You just right. throw him in for two innings. He'll hold the lead and for your closer to come in. Okay. So that's how, like, Tim Curry, Giamatti is in their roles where it's like... Yeah. Brad Pitt's the lead, and then you got Giamatti for his couple scenes, solid, right. keeps the movie going, and then boom, you go to, to your closer. Yeah, it's Chris great. Yeah, he checks himself in. Yep. Well, first he he uses his uh his uh, talk boy to call the the, to the hotel to make a reservation, yeah. and then he what does he do? he slows the tape down? Yeah, yeah. is that possible yes. on a talk boy? Yes. On a talk boy? Yes, I guess. Oh, a, you never had it. There's Sorry. a there's a switch that you <laughs> can just change it. Oh now. yeah, I did, I don't think I ever tried that. Oh, I did. But he calls in. <laughs> With a pre-recorded voice that happens to match up with all the yeah, questions exactly. that the receptionist asks. Yeah, this is Ted McAllister, the, the father. father. <laughs> no, but the voice is like, this is Ted McAllister, the father. Yeah. I need a room right. with the biggest suite you have at a bar with all the cookies in it. Oh, yeah. we just what? need a major credit card. The bar that you lock or something. Yeah. Credit card? You, you got, got it. And then hangs up. Oh, I'm sorry. Do that again, Maestro. You did that very good. <laughs> credit card? You got it. <laughs> no other questions like your name, your address. So they didn't take the credit card number over the phone? No. <laughs> Seems weird. Well, when you make an app- when you make a appointment or something like that, you don't need a credit card until you actually come to the show. This place. is the plaza. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I'm not making a reservation until I know I have your money. Emperor Trump stays here. Like, yeah. It must be fucking We nice. need a deposit. We need a deposit of your entire stay already at the, <laughs> at the, at the beginning because people are paying a lot of money to, to be here. But this was a long time ago also. Mm-hmm. Money isn't doesn't – well. Well, yeah. The way he pays with the credit card, it's the old shunk, shunk. Yeah, well, see, that, that was – I did not like that part either. Why? Why? Because later on, they have a card reader. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. And it says stolen. Yes. I, I used to work in retail. I never once saw it no. say stolen. It just says decline. Yes, it says decline. Call the credit card company. <laughs> never stolen. W- why swipe the card then? <laughs> it, it, you could swipe it at the beginning. Charge them. Now. Like I said, charge them now. Make sure you get their money before they get the room key and start eating all the food. Well, my question is this. I mean, I don't think they held the credit card. I think he was just checking on the credit card status. Yeah, no. But it should have been paid for it if it's doing the shunk shunk. Well, it, if you're at that stage, if it's if it's that means that shunk shunk. Yeah, yeah, but if the <laughs> card they took a copy of the card, pretty much. Yeah, they took yeah. a copy of the card. Yes, but, oh, but well, they haven't charged it exactly right. until oh, the end okay. of the state because he's still like going to be racking up charges. <laughs> you got to charge something. What if they give you a fake credit card and then five days later you disappear? Then they're out a lot of money. Well, True. hotels they charge you when you check out. Yeah, in case you want to buy more stuff, like rent a movie or open the bar. And yeah, stuff. but but, there's, there's but I don't know how it worked in '92. I'm pretty sure this is deposit. You got to put a deposit. I'm pretty sure, especially at the plaza goddamn hotel. plaza. If Motel Six, fine. Wait till I'm out. <laughs> plaza. Let's make sure this guy has money, especially because he's a kid with no parents. Right. I found this credit card on the street. Let me check in with that, and then just stay forever. And then, oh, we're gonna charge a card because you're staying too long. Fine. Fuck it. It's fake. He convinces the lady in the front desk, and then he, when it finally goes through, he says. Holy crap, it worked. But yeah. he said it so loud that she looked at him and yeah. he's like, eh. Yeah, nothing to worry why, about. Why that. are you saying that loud? Yeah. Stupid kid. Uh, he goes up to his room and it's a fucking sweet and everything. Yeah. <laughs> and just like watching what you're saying when you say it. It's just so great. <laughs> <laughs> he's watching the sequel to that mov- movie uh, from the first movie. Angels with uh, Filthy Secrets. Filthier Wings. Filthy Souls. Even filthier. Yeah, this one's called this, with this even, even filthier. filthier Souls. Yeah. So is that like a Die Hard 2, Die Harder? Would yeah, that be equi- the yeah, equivalent exactly, title. Exactly. Okay. 
It's 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 a play. It's a parody of a movie that was out. I looked it up because I wanted. To, I was like, that's not a real movie. No, it's right? not. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. It's 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 like uh, it's, it's definitely like filthy angels. I think it's like filthy people or something. Fil- this one's filthy souls. Filthy souls okay. or filthy faces. Angels with filthy faces. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I thought it's a it was of a real movie. Yeah. I thought it's either souls or wings. I don't remember faces. I don't know. Who cares? It doesn't matter. But yeah, it's really not. We're spending important. too much time on. Yeah, <laughs> it's important enough. Yeah. So he gets up there and he, you got that same scene like uh, Charlie or whatever his name is. Like I'm gonna give you to the count yeah. of three. I knew it was you. I could smell you getting off the elevator. Yeah. And that the whole line. Oh, I love that. That's my favorite you part of the movie. with everybody. Yeah. <laughs> You were here last night, and you were smooching with my brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, Johnny. I'm serious. No. Yeah. <laughs> so Tim Curry goes upstairs, and he goes housekeeping, and yeah. Kevin wakes up, and he's like, oh, my God, and he runs in the bathroom. I don't know why he's freaked out. <laughs> so, so Tim Curry walks in, and he hears noise coming out of the bathroom, and then he opens the bathroom, and it's a blow-up clown wow. doll yeah. that Kevin has a pulley system, and yeah. he's playing his Uncle Frank's singing in the shower, which Maestro mentioned earlier, Right, and he goes... Get the hell out of here, you bastard! And Tim yeah. Curry's like, oh. "You little pervert!" Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and he runs out of there. Okay, does that mean Kevin already had the ball, the doll blown up with a pulley system, just in case anyone comes in here and I yep. have to trick him? Uh huh. Absolutely. Also, he managed to get an extended recording <laughs> from his uncle, even though he had already left the yes. room for a lot of it. I know because like he says, like, "Oh, you're cooking, Frankie." That part, yeah. Yeah, he wasn't in the room. He left the room already. He already left the bathroom. <laughs> Unless he left the tape there for some reason, which is even creepier. <laughs> See, I never noticed that as a kid. Yeah. I just assumed, wow, he blew that up so fast. Yeah. Uh, my problem was that recording. That that yeah. <laughs> that was your problem. Yeah, it was it was like that that no, he didn't record for that long. Mm-hmm. The, the the whole balloon guy thing, like whatever, who cares? Uh uh-huh. just kid stuff. But that was that an audio issue. Like I said, I'm kind of an audiophile. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm very I'm a stickler about that kind of crap. The next day, Kevin goes downstairs, and <laughs> Tim Curry's kissing his ass. <gasps> Mr. McAllister. Yeah. Oh, I hope your father's not. I, I would like to apologize. Please. Uh, I'll give you free stuff or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, well, he left for work already. And he goes, oh, will he be coming back? He goes, honestly, would you want to look at somebody who saw you naked? Yeah. And he goes, I suppose not. Yeah. <laughs> I was la- like, I was legitimately laughing out loud. Like his, per- Tim Curry, so the, yeah. the way he delivered these lines. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Good. Close that he pitched one inning. Yeah. He pitched one inning, two strikeouts, one walk. He held he held him. See, with with, with the way Hollywood is now, they would make a home alone three, it would be all Tim Curry through the entire movie. <laughs> and you'd be like, No, you can't do that. You need to have little pieces here yes, and there. Exactly. You can't make a whole movie based on Mr. Chang from right? The Hangover. Exactly. <sighs> I'm surprised that spinoff hasn't came yet. Yeah. It's called the community. Right. Oh yeah, he has a TV show. It's called oh, Dr. 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 Ken. Yeah. Dr. Chang Dr. Ken, or something. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Then we're we're at the ice rink, and that's when Marv is stealing oh, wait, but, articles but, but of clothing. Back to the back yeah. to the butler, uh, uh, concierge. <laughs> the concierge. Uh, he's going to check out the room. I don't know why he's sneaking around the room in the first place, and furthermore, why he's sneaking into the bathroom. If the, if the shower is running, you're not going to walk in on your guest. <laughs> just like you come in. Oh, there is somebody here. I got to go. He, try, he was trying to get caught. It was it was just it was it was very sloppy. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't have done that if you had the chance. No. Or maybe you secretly maybe if, if I hear a girl singing in the bathroom, maybe I'll check out the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Well, what if the guy? Oh, I want to walk in on whatever making that noise in the bathroom. <laughs> that was the guy singing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin is taking a limo to a toy store, and he has his own private cheese pizza. Yeah. Yep. Um, is compliments from- of the hotel. Yeah, compliments. Yes. Compliments of the hotel. As an apology for walking in your dad naked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so they go to Duncan's toy chest, uh-huh. and uh, it's like the craziest toy store you've ever seen. Right. Well, meanwhile, by the way, this is where Tim Curry runs a credit card number mm, while, yeah. he, while he's at Duncan. Uh, he, he he types it in based off the slip and says beep stolen. Okay, again, why didn't you run the card? But that so now now Tim Curry's on to him. Like, all right, I got you now, kid. But he's gonna have to wait for him to come back. Mm-hmm. See, my real question about that is is when they show that it's stolen. What did the parents do? Did they just cancel the card so he couldn't use it? Well, remember at the airport. Actually, they they they, they talked to the guys at the airport, the cops, uh, and they were saying that. Do you have do you have your credit cards with you? Yeah. Okay. Good. If you try to use it, we can track them. Mm-hmm. So th- I feel like you shouldn't should not cancel them so you can track it better. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So why would it be considered stolen? But it's still going to be flagged either way. Yeah. Well, it's stolen. Hold, your kid has it. It's not stolen. <laughs> Unless of course it was the credit card that did it. The credit card company that did that. Uh, you cancel it. Let's just say I don't. Know, whatever. No, well, that's, you know how like most credit cards now that if you um if it's like a high priced uh purchase, a lot of times they'll decline it. They'll they'll say call the credit card company exactly mm-hmm. they, yeah whatever did you like when he said bingo and the light lit up on top of his head yeah so <laughs> that was that was excessive mm-hmm. too too much so Kevin's at uh, Duncan's Toy Chest which is a play on FAO Schwartz an actual toy store in New York oh, City is it? okay yeah it's supposed to be like this is the FAO Schwartz in this world I see would this movie exist in your world Adam? uh no, this toy store would not exist. And what happens to the, the sticky bandits at the end would definitely not exist. No, no, no. Yeah. There's not, yeah. <laughs> One brick to the face, I think, would kill you. Yeah, dead. Right away. But if you listen to last week's episode, if you get hit by a guy who hits three times harder than you, you can go all 15 oh, that's rounds. that's true. Okay. That's true. So these uh, sticky bandits are uh, pretty much the same kind of body build as the lone was. Do you know why they didn't die? Because they didn't want to they die. Want- <laughs> Did Stallone direct this? No. Oh. Chris, Chris Columbus, dude. He did the first Harry Potter movie. I know. Now, th- th- this toy store, I-, I-, I don't know if you guys noticed this, has an awful lot of toys on display, uh-huh. but nothing nope. you can actually take off the shelves <laughs> yeah. to take to the register. There's no shelves here. Yeah. These are all just samples of what we do have. Uh-huh. Should you want them? Maybe it's like Ikea. You got to go to the bottom of the store and you can oh, get yeah. a ticket or whatever. Mm-hmm. Get your meatballs yeah. on the way to the... Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it is possible. I mean, a lot of times when you see a store like that, they have a big, huge display in front. No, well, everything's a display. Mm-hmm. Everything is a sample toy thing. Well, this is assuming that everything you saw was part of the, the whole store. I mean, like... I what feel if like you... we saw a lot of it. Yeah. We, <laughs> we saw like three, sh- three the shots. The only thing that I saw that you can buy were, were the gift bags by the register. I saw... Because I, I was looking. I was trying to find oh, yeah. where are the products here. There's no products. There was, there was some bags. That's it. And they're giving out free ornaments. Right. They're giving out free turtle doves like it's nothing. Well, it's not right. free. Yeah, you got a donation. It's a donation. Kevin buys, it's called Monster Blood or Monster Goop or I something. Know. I don't it's know. What... stuff that I used to try, yeah. Yes. What? So there's an old man at the register. What's the, what's the point of that? Um, it's, it's sticky. Yeah, it's, it's, it's either sticky candy or something like that. Are you supposed to eat it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh, then I have had that as, yeah. as, a, as a kid. There's an old man working the register. You find out it's Mr. Duncan. Right. And he, give, he gives you... Uh, more expo- ex- exposition. Right. He says, oh, you see this chest here? Mr. Duncan's going to take all the cash from the sales today to the children's hospital. Right. And Kevin gives him $20. And then he says, take an ornament, get the turtle doves. There's yeah. two of them. You give one to your best friend. Yeah. And your best friend's forever some horse right. shit. By the way, this oh, is this- so negative. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> There's a reason why I say it's horse shit because of who gets the yeah. second turtle dove. So dumb. But, but by the way, though, th- this is Christmas Eve, right? It's supposed to be, yeah, or the day before Christmas. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's Christmas, yeah. Either way, this this toy shop is abuzz with customers trying to buy things. Yet, 
The owner takes 10 minutes to talk to this kid at the register. <laughs> Nobody else is getting rung up. In fact, once he's done, he leaves. So who's, people are just not buying things. Everyone's, it's the day before Christmas. This the, everyone's trying to buy presents, but nobody in the store is trying to buy anything. Uh huh. Because they're not selling anything. They're just having stuff on display, apparently. Mm hmm. Or maybe we just fill <laughs> in with somebody later on. There's a giant, like, Hitler esque photo. Of, <laughs> like, just for his ego of. Right. It's like E.G. Duncan. And he's it, like, hey. And he turns. It's more like the, uh, the Kramer from, uh, Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's almost like he's, like, the human Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah. Instead well, he of, loves kids. Instead of the human Hitler, let's call the human Santa Claus because he's a nice guy. Well, no, no. I mean the the, the fact the that you, the fact that you have a portrait of looks yourself. like a Rembrandt. Yeah, yeah. But of yourself, a giant one of yourself. Mm -hmm. That seems. I don't know why you do that in a toy store. Kids, kids don't want that. Yeah. Have, have one of Mickey Mouse or something. Yeah, I don't give a fuck who owns the store. Right. I just want no. the toy, but I don't know how to get it because they're not on shelves. Right. <laughs> and uh, he, Kevin. Oh, uh, the sticky bandits are inside. Two doll houses. The two doll houses. Right. And every time someone walks by and never notices a kid, they're freezing. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're supposed to be like the dolls in the doll I house. I never got that as a kid. Uh, I, I remember that part for sure. I, I always thought it was based upon like motion. You know how vision is usually movement causes them to look at things? Also, a bunch of T-Rexes are shopping here. No, no. I mean, like, think about this way. You're like look, walking directly in front of you and something that's not moving and all of a sudden something in the corner of your eye starts moving. You'll look at it, right? Well, in this store, everything is already moving. Exactly. So if they were moving, it wouldn't matter. Touche. Yeah. <laughs> it's just dumb because they're trying to break up the conversation. But they're talking out loud about the plan of them robbing the place they're in right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, that should be done a little bit earlier, yeah. at least before. If Even if so, I mean, they wouldn't be doing that in the place they're going to rob. No. That's why they're so dumb. That's why they're the dumbest. They're or, the dumbest criminals, yet they get on the front page right. of, a, of a major newspaper. Maybe that's why they are on the front page. It's like, can you believe these guys escaped? <laughs> of all the geniuses that are in that, that prison. Right, exactly. Of all the mastermind criminals in that Chicago prison, right. these two got out. Yeah. It's not that guy from Prison Break. It's these guys. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Kevin walks out of the toy store, and his limo's gone. Because I'm sure Tim Curry called the guy and said, hey, get back here. All oh, right. Stolen. And then, Actually... He just starts running, though. That's because... Yeah, because the Sticky Bandits... Yeah, he's standing there looking at a map, like, where do I go next from here? And then Sticky Bandits get him. He turns around, ah! starts screaming and then runs away. I don't know why nobody did anything to help the kid that was yelling. <laughs> Again, a pre-9-11 world, dude. Uh, yeah, 9-11 yeah. changed but everything. But this is also when, when uh, New York was supposed to be, like, much more dangerous, was it not? This was towards the tail end of it. Okay. Like, the dangerous New York was 70s, 80s. This okay. was, like, the tail end of it, because uh, this is when G uh, Giuliani... Right. Took over. Oh, and he, he made like he cleaned up everything. He cleaned everything up. So this is like the beginning of like all the of New York becoming, or not New, all of New York, but the Times Squarey area becoming clean. Okay. Ah, all right. And uh, he fucking runs, and it's it's like a cartoon at this point. He gets pearls off of, off of a street vendor, Kevin, and he and he breaks them, and they he puts them on the floor, and the sticky bands don't notice, and they slip. Like, yeah. The, 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 like this, a, the, this a comedy like, cartoon fall. This is like slipping on the banana peel in Mario Kart. Exactly. You have to be a fucking moron to slip on that peel. Yeah. You can see the thing coming a mile away. They put they did that on Mythbusters, and it's not not very plausible to slip on a banana peel. Oh yeah. Yeah. They use like animal nitrate or an, animal lubricant is what they call it. or mm. lubricant animal whatever. That's, well, that's how, slipping. What? what? Slippery. Yeah. <laughs> how do you know animal? What? I don't know. That's what they call it. I don't know why. Mm hmm. So anyway, he's running away. He, he loses the bandits. Uh, he goes into the hotel where Tim Curry's waiting for him. Like, ah, I got you, you little thief. Ah. What's the matter? Having problems with your stolen credit card. <laughs> and he takes it out of his pocket. Yeah. 
Oh boy. And then they, they go, he, Kevin runs up to his room upstairs and he packs a bag with the cookies and chips and all that stuff. Right. And security and Tim Curry and Rob Schneider and that chick chase him up there. And, yep. the, and then this is the, I'm guessing, this is your part. Yes. I'm guessing, Adam. This is my favorite part. Okay. Favorite part of, of, of the movie. He plays the filthy souls or yeah. filthy wings. The filthy angels, whatever. And he souls. times, he cues it up perfectly. They'll yeah. notice that this is the TV. This is a TV so loud. Everyone in the, fucking floor can hear guns going bah, 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 right, bah, bah. Right. And, and people are walking out scared like oh my god what's that noise yeah well, this is also considering that they did the exact same bit in number one yes which was great but also <laughs> well I, even marv he said in the first movie he's like that voice sounds kind of familiar it's like yeah this is, i assume this guy's a big star if they, uh, so people should recognize the voice especially that kind of voice mm-hmm. he's, he's got a very specific kind of voice it's almost like a christopher walken mm-hmm. like yeah you know who that is and these guys have the movie in your hotel yeah. So they should also kind of be familiar with the movie, but they're not. So yeah, they they walk in and they stop right there. It's like, uh, it's this the concierge service here. I knew it was you. <laughs> Somebody get off the elevator. You were here last night, yeah. smooching with my brother. Yeah, he's like, what? Uh, what? I, I think I, you're mistaken, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, his face, <laughs> his delivery. Yes, everything. <laughs> command over his every every little muscle on his face. He can control it well. You've been smooching with everybody. Hal, little Joe with the gimpy leg, yeah. Cliff, and the old man <laughs> yeah. has a badge that says Cliff, and he goes, it's, it's a lie. <laughs> he goes, I believe you, but my Tommy gun don't. Yeah. I want you to get on your yeah. knees get and, on tell your knees and, and tell me you love me. And the way Curry delivers this line, yeah. I love you. <laughs> You're going to have to do better than that. And he tells his whole crew, Everybody, like, yeah. I they love you. you. And that's when he does it on the count of three. Yeah. Like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> the, again, what are the TV, the big box TVs called? A boob tube? Tubes. Yeah, tubes. Tube, tube tubes. TV. A tube TV that's fucking loud enough yeah. for the entire floor. I was thinking about that, to too. To hear gunfire. The way I rationalized it was, this is the plaza, so they probably got the top of the line, oh, like the super quality, okay. maybe surround sound even. This is a suite, after all. So maybe it does have surround sound. Maybe. If that was a thing back then. No, it wasn't. Do you think okay. the Plaza Hotel has a cheap room? No. <laughs> no. Well, they, didn't they have those Bose commercials back in the day where the guy sitting on the couch and the speaker's like blowing? I think that happened after this movie, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or no, maybe you're right. Maybe it didn't. So, so okay. So, perfect sound from the Bose speaker. Okay. Yeah, yeah man. All right. Why am I... Oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Are we close to your turn-off um, moment, Maestro? Getting there. Okay. So, <laughs> Kevin runs out of the hotel. Luckily, Marvin... Harry are waiting from the exact same moment. Like, yeah. I don't know how they figured out he'd come out of the back. Right. They're waiting. They're waiting out, out, of, the, out of the back. Mm-hmm. And McCulloch comically runs into their arms, mm-hmm. like flies out of the room. He trips in a way and then like, oh, we got you now, kid. Yeah. Now, they, this, they, they were talking about shooting him, which yes. I, I was like, wow, I don't yeah. remember that. Yeah. They want to take him into the subway tunnels. <laughs> Yeah, they want to put a bullet in his head. Yeah, like that's no, no. that's really dark for a kids' movie. No, they were in the park, not the subway tunnels. No, he said, "Let's get him to the subway tunnels fast." I yeah. feel a lot better there. Oh, yeah. There's too many people out in public. Let's get somewhere else where we can shoot the child. Is that not a weird thing to have in a kids' movie? Uh huh. Well, I'm not so sure. I mean, like back in those days, there not there's not that many people with the that kind of uh, fear. Mm. And Marv is giving away the whole plan like he's a goddamn Bond villain. Yeah. Oh, boy. Here, let me tell you what we're going to do, and then I'm going to kill you. Right. Well, he is that over the top. Oh, I know. The, yeah. Well, these are all the idiots that escaped from prison that made the papers. Yeah. The Kevin escapes because he pinches the girl's butt. Right. And she punches both of them. The same girl miraculously. That, uh... <laughs> what what right. are the odds yeah. in New York City? The yeah. biggest right. city yeah, in the world. Exactly. 
I buy it. So <laughs> he goes to the park and he escapes from the park. And this is Maestro the line. Whoa, whoa, what? He goes to the park and uh, oh, the part where he's like, yeah. kids are afraid of the park. Yeah. Kids are scared of the park. Yeah. It's like, well, we we got to find a way. He's like, well, he doesn't have he doesn't have a house anymore to mm-hmm. give us all the booby traps. And besides, we're in New York. We're in the park. Like, yeah, kids are scared of the park. <laughs> Like, they're like good luck kid did, yeah. yeah and he's wandering through the park and like oh my god <laughs> like the most fucked up people who live in this park even the prostitutes are trying to proposition him yeah hey kid want someone to read you a bedtime story like, and, <laughs> and there's a drunk guy on the floor just watch it kid <laughs> the cab driver has like a scar on his face yeah he, he gets in the cab man it's scary out there <laughs> it ain't that much it. better in here kid <laughs> <laughs> he's got like a cloudy eye I was like yeah. why are you driving if you got glaucoma and he runs into the bird lady uh, who he saw earlier in the film right he's scared of it's a homeless lady who has a um, uh, bunch of pigeons pigeons there you go yeah. pigeons all over her he's scared his foot's stuck in the rock she lets him go and he's like hey you're a complete stranger in the scary park I'm gonna be your friend now yeah. do you have any place warm we can go right and they go to the <laughs> symphony concert hall or something some, some yeah. sort of amazing amazing place what makes <laughs> Okay, this room, it looks like it's a storage room, right? Right. Yeah. With, there's like harps and it's like, costumes. it's like a prop room or something. It looks like this this homeless lady set up shop there. Yeah. But I feel like someone who works there has to go up there at some point to yes. be like, hey, I need an extra harp. The, 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 li- the lights. They're hiding in the room where the lights are, are being shot out of. Yes. At some point, you got to change the gels on those lights <laughs> or, or, or reposition them based on who's performing and whatnot. Or extra harp strings. You need something <laughs> yes, up there. Extra harp when Count Basie comes in town. You need all the equipment he's got. Mm-hmm. Well, from what I gather, the places where the lights were coming out weren't coming out from those holes specifically. Um, no, that's... they were. You sure? Because yes. That's... It shows the two lights and Kevin's head is between them. Oh, and he's like, comes back that's and like, right. Wow, this is amazing. Hmm. And well, by the way, she should be covered in a lot more poop. <laughs> yes, if she has birds yeah. all over her body. He he mentions at one point wear something with less poop on it, but yeah. I, you know, I didn't see any poop on her. No. Maybe it's because <laughs> I know it's a weird complaint to have not yeah. seeing poop, but, but it just doesn't. Okay, this is my defense for what she set up shop. Okay, okay, she only goes there to sleep. Okay, mm-hmm. so basically, whenever the the business is work, the place is up and running, she's not there, except this time. Yes, because the, <laughs> well, she she said that she's seen a bunch of shows, like she's seen all the greats coming in and out, in and out of there. So she's yeah. been there for a long time. She said yeah. she saw Sinatra. Yeah, okay, you count Basie. Yeah, it's possible. Well, she did also say that she wasn't always like that. Maybe she had been the, uh, a customer at the one point. Oh. Maybe that's her job. Maybe, that's maybe her, that maybe, was her job. Maybe that's she affords all the birdseed. Oh, maybe that was. She just said she used to have a job and a home, and then someone broke her heart, and then she's homeless. Like, I, yeah. I, I like that line that kind of bridges those two, like, yeah. <laughs> like oh, I became a crack addict because right. I was depressed from him leaving me and now I'm homeless. Like, you kind of, just yeah. give me that one line. Now I'm a crazy bird lady and I'm going to ask you, uh, 11-year-old, for advice on how to live my life <laughs> while also giving you advice about your parents. Uh-huh. Like, okay. Seems, this got real, like, therapeutic real quick. Yeah. Speaking of the parents, they figured out he's in New York. Right. So they go to the Plaza Hotel and <laughs> again, we're, we got Tim Curry again. Yeah, man. Got Tim Curry again, like, oh, we would like to offer you a, a suite, compliments of the yeah, Plaza Hotel. The, the biggest suite. We just had the Duchess of Canterbury or whatever yeah. just came We just here. had Lord Emperor Trump stay there. <laughs> what kind of hotel lets, <laughs> lets a, a kid, kid check, check in, in by himself? Yeah. He had a very credible story. What kind of idiots do you have working here? The, the best best of New York. <laughs> oh, man. So good. So the mom decides to go and wander New York, the biggest city in the world, looking for one kid. 
good luck. This is pre-internet, pre-smartphones. Right. And they're even telling her, like, you shouldn't do that. This is, like, a really dangerous place. You're going to get murdered or raped. Or I don't know if they said raped. Nope. I feel like they made no, 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 no. Not no? a kid's movie. They would say there's no. Mugged. He says mugged or murdered is what they said. Tim Curry said something like, "There's a lot of uh, seedy people out there," and yeah. she's so pissed. She's like, "No mugger would want to mess with me tonight." Yeah, uh, there's not just muggers out there, lady. Right. Well, he slaps Tim Curry, and he does this like, "I'll get you a cab," and he's got a lip quiver uh-huh. and everything. It's like, "Oh, that was see." He's just he's do, do you know what's control in, of every muscle on his face, lady? Do you know what's in New York right now? There's cabbies with one eye. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> And all the hookers and drunk bums mm-hmm. laughing at you for no uh-huh. reason. So Kevin goes to his uncle's house. Oh, by the way, the advice that he got from the bird lady was, uh, no matter how many wrong things you've done, you can always fix it by making doing something right. And today is Christmas Eve, so it counts for a double. So go do the best thing you can do. So he decides, I'm going to stop the the uh, the robbery of Duncan's toy chest. Yeah. So he goes to his uncle's house, which is being renovated, and he rigs it. Yeah. He's an engineer now. Oh, well, he was an engineer from the first film. This yeah. is my turnoff moment. Oh, the way he rigs the house? Or yeah. the actual... Criminals going through yeah. the house of death. Yeah. Okay. Unlike oh, come a- on. this is a, this is the last this is like what uh, the last act of the movie you're gonna turn it off before the big payoff. This is so impossible. Well, he does get a lot done in like what I would assume an hour, two hours, an hour maybe? or two. Yeah, and not to mention and he has schematics already. <laughs> he has well, he has schematics. He has the know how to do certain things. And I don't even think a kid would even know what certain things do, like those chemicals, that goop. I don't think he would understand that unless he touched it himself earlier. The turpentine? Sure, whatever. Yeah. Turpentine in the toilet. Uh, oh, I got a list of every single thing that uh, happened to well, we real, well, real quick. Um, <laughs> have you heard that stupid fan theory that, that he grew up to become the jigsaw killer from Saw? Oh, Macaulay Culkin? Based on setting up these oh, traps. Nice. I have a theory that uh, Sid from Toy Story grew up to be Buzz. Buzz in this movie? Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> Different timeline, but whatever. Yeah, different universes too. One's yeah. animated, one's right real life. So anyway, he climbs up the he he climbs up the garbage chute, which he makes look really easy. Uh-huh. I can't imagine that's that's possible. I've never worked in construction or seen those for real. I've seen them in a bunch of movies. No botanist would recommend this. No, show. yeah, <laughs> no botanist. Ah. <laughs> uh, you and your botanist. So the sticky bandits, they, they're in the toy store. No motion alarms. No, no, that, no motion interesting. alarms. Interesting. Also, also, by the way, in plain sight from the street level. <laughs> yes. Because Macaulay Culkin comes up and or Kevin comes up. He knocks on the window. He's like, hey, guys. And he takes a picture. By the way, in that toy chest, there's a lot. I see a lot of ones in there. <laughs> they're Are taking there? a big risk. Stealing <laughs> a toy chest full of ones and fives. Yeah. I don't, risk reward there, guys. Right. Well, this is this is, this is is more than the, the change from the Salvation Army that, uh, that Marvel was stealing. <laughs> Yeah. Earlier, he throws a brick through the through the glass, which sets off the alarm. Right. So they chase him to his uncle's house, and he climbs up. Well, and- but before that even happens, it, they set up the level of ridiculousness that's about to happen when they leave the toy store. Oh, because McCulloch has a bucket uh-huh. and a plank that's supposed to do like a a seesaw type of yeah. motion. Harry, Harry comes, he lands that's on Pesci. it. Yeah, Pesci lands on it first, realizes, hey, I'm on a catapult. And <laughs> Daniel Stern turns around and says, out. Marv, no! Instead of just getting off of it. <laughs> and then he gets launched like 30 feet in the air. Yeah. He's, he, I, he looks like he's much stockier than, than, than Marv is. Uh-huh. But somehow he gets launched high on top of a car and, and smashes through the car. Yeah, like, like he fell from the third story. Uh-huh. Okay, so that's the level of ridiculousness okay. you need to... Be prepared for coming up. Real quick, be- <laughs> before we enter the house of death, yeah. how much credit are you giving it to the fact that this is a kid's movie? 
Are you giving some leeway? Uh, I'm, gi- I'm, I'm giving a lot, and at this point, it becomes very apparent. Because <laughs> okay. up until now, there are little things I could pick on, but now we're, now we're just, we've just crossed over into ridiculous. We're, we're in the world of crazy. Yes. yes. Okay. Now we're totally crazy. Okay, Adam. Tell me more. Let's, let's uh, just go through the – just tell, give me the list of what happens to these crooks. They go to his, his uncle's house, and right. then they break in, and then what happens to these guys? All right. First, uh, from the roof, uh, Macaulay Col- – uh, Kevin. Kevin uh, starts throwing bricks at him. So they get uh, Marv gets pelted, I think, four times, four times with the brick in the face. In with the, the brick. face, like forehead. Yes, that's, yeah, that's what death. the brain is. That's yes. death right there. Yeah, and didn't cut, didn't no no blood. It just bruised Marv, indentations. Yeah. They're magic. Uh, and then uh, Marv goes to the front door, starts pulling on the. He, he pulls the doorknob off. A long string comes out, which is attached to a staple gun, which he gets first in the asshole, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then in the crotch, in the crotch, and then in the nose, and then in the nose. So that okay, so we got that, and then uh, meanwhile behind the house we Pesci. got we got we got Pesci. He's trying to jump up to the second floor uh, ladder, which has been covered in the monster goop. Grip uh, lubricant, and yeah, and he slips off. He slips off, falls down. Uh, then he find, he just decides, fuck it, I'm gonna go through the door. He uh, t- touching the doorknob, <laughs> oh, making sure it's not hot. He's he still got that mark, that M yeah. from McAllister uh-huh. into his into his hand. <laughs> he he so he he opens the door, it, like and he just kind of stands there waiting for something to happen, like nothing, and then. The door opening unzips a bag full of tools, which lands straight on his head. Knock yep. him out. He falls down. One extra wrench for good measure hits him also. <laughs> oh, real quick. Uh, the noise Pesci makes. A fricka, fricka, gunga, yeah. fricka. I read somewhere that in the first ha- uh, Home Alone, Pesci kept like cussing. And the director kept saying, this is a kid's movie. Can you not do that? So he decided instead of saying fucking shit, he went fuck up, fuck up, fuck up, yeah. fuck up, fuck up, fuck up. Well, that that, that, that he's must be like a method actor then to, to get that involved <laughs> yeah. into the into the part where he just starts cursing after getting like, fake. God hit damn it! Yeah, cut. <laughs> yeah. Cut. Joe, baby, I need you to kind of tone it down. What? He came with a fucking wrench. I can't cuss. <laughs> it's a kid's show. What am I, a fucking clown? Like I'm yeah. here to amuse you? Yeah. Oh damn! <laughs> Quick boiler room. What? <laughs> uh Marv. Enters the house, he fall. There's a big hole by the door. Yeah, I feel like if this house is being renovated, that should be the first thing they do first. Right, is to. By the way, the, right by the door. I understand we have like a, a panoramic view as a viewer. <laughs> yeah, but as a human being, you uh-huh. see what's in front of three feet, a yes. foot in front of you. That yeah. is, there's no floor, and he does that comic take one step forward. And whoa, lands on Crunch. the crunch. Yeah. yeah, wow. And then from down there, he starts... Uh, he slips on the monster the, thing. The more monster goo. The paint falls on him because he crashes into he the... He crashes into a, 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 sh- a bunch of shelves mm-hmm. with paint on them. Yes. Uh, I don't know why. Somehow every single paint bucket is open. <laughs> because the, But only white covers him. Yeah, he gets covered in paint. I got some yellow and blue in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah it, was, it was pretty colorful. But uh, every, <laughs> they were all open. So he mm-hmm. opened all those paint things. That was part of his prep process in this two-hour period. My guess is since they were renovating, those cans have been pre-opened. Yeah, no, but they, they if you leave them open, they dry out. Nobody's working in the house right now. Mm-hmm. It's overnight, mm-hmm. especially in Chicago it's, it's, or New York. New York. It's cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they freeze over or whatever. So you need to have those closed down, but mm-hmm. whatever. It's fine. We need to give them Nickelodeon-style. Yeah. Uh, sure. Good. Pesci gets uh, – he gets he, – he turns the light on, and he gets hit on the head with a flamethrower, and the water doesn't work in the bathroom, so he sees water in the toilet. So he picks himself up. Does a perfect handstand. Perfect handstand. And, 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 and then perfect like uh, push-up position move where uh-huh. he lowers himself into the kerosene. With mm-hmm. the fire Which going then blows all him over up. his face. The whole first floor from the outside is like a huge explosion. Yes. But Pesci's got just a little bit of burn marks. Uh-huh. All right. His, de- his teeth are a little black. Yeah. 
So th- this should have been the third time Pesci died, I think. Yes. Or at least second. There's we a should video. have a count for this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a video on YouTube where there's a, where the me- there's a medical oh, doctor right? who watches one <laughs> and two, and he goes, see right there, the brick to the head, that's instant That's that's instant death because the, 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 the speed that the brick is traveling hits the skull, which hemorrhages the brain. Right. He's going like deep analysis yeah, okay. of what would happen to him. So right. yeah, nice. he should have been dead by now. Okay. And then, hey, we... Meanwhile, uh, Marv is picking himself up. He's trying to wipe his, get the paint out of his eyes. So he goes over to the sink, which Macaulay Culkin has <laughs> hooked up to a battery. Yes. So he's getting electrocuted to the point where he becomes a skeleton for a second. <laughs> <laughs> then, he goes back, then he goes back to normal. Yeah. <laughs> Hair totally poofed out. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the second time he should have died. Uh, <laughs> Well, See, actually, if you count how many bricks he got hit in the head with, that would oh, be like that's the fifth true. Or he should have died four times, four, and five. then the fall <laughs> into the bottom floor. Maybe not killed that, him, but not a, not a death. Yeah. Maybe okay. Just... So we're we're on five then still. Yeah. Four bricks and one major electrocution. Four yeah. bricks. Uh, uh, was was it four bricks? Three staples and a fall from the first of the and second a floor. Partridge. Partridge. Yeah, and that's a where I was tree. going. Yeah. yeah. Turtle uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh so then he tries he's trying to get back up to the to the main floor now. There's a rope hanging. Uh again these guys I, feel, I mean they they're kind of being cautious a little bit but not cautious enough where he, there's a rope mysteriously there. He pulls it. He starts he jumps up. A big bag of cement comes and nails him. Also that's death number that's, that's another five, death. 6. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh then uh Marv sees him or tells Harry to go after him. He climbs up a ladder. The ladder falls and that ladder fall seemed to take more out of Pesci than anything else he's been through up to this point. <laughs> yep. Uh, it was like, it was like a, a, maybe a three foot fall and he's like, I can't move. You just blew up. Mm-hmm. The whole first floor blew up and that you get up quicker than just a black. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All right. It's fine. Then, uh, then they both, uh, go to chase him up the stairs. We got the paint cans from the first movie mm-hmm. with. Yeah, well, they 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 do really bad acting here, and yeah. th- I understand it's not like bad acting as the actors' part, but a bad acting as the burglars. Yeah, where the paint the paint guy comes through, it he allows it to pass them first on the way back. They catch it, then they say, "Oh, you got me right in the schnoz!" Like they're trying to convince McCulloch Hogan that they uh, got him. It's yeah. like a super delayed reaction, but yeah. whatever. So two paint cans go fine. Now we can go. Then it comes this giant. I don't know how he was able to carry this thing. It looks pretty damn heavy. He tosses. It's a giant like. Cannon? It's, I don't know it's what almost the hell like it is. a street light with the light on the top removed. Yeah. Okay. It looks like that. Sure. Or so, a giant ashtray. Right. So it hits them. So both of them dead at that point. And mm-hmm. then they both fall backwards through that hole again. Another story drop. And then the thing goes off the ropes and it lands on them. <laughs> that big metal thing. Yeah. Another so that, death. Three, three, that was and three one. deaths in just that one scene alone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Great. So you fall to the basement. Uh, then the toolbox. It's All attached right. to the door. Yes. <laughs> he goes up into, I, th- I guess, is the attic now at this yeah. point, and there's a, he has a toolbox at the top of the attic. No, it's stairs. not toolbox. It's like it's like a it's like a giant tool. Yeah, thing on shelving wheels. unit. Yeah. yeah, and that's tied to the door. So they open the door. The toolbox, the tool thing starts coming down, but it's it's falling in a way that's impossible <laughs> for it to fall. Yeah. It should be rolling and tumbling <laughs> and whatnot. No, but it's somehow magically <laughs> staying vertical. Yeah, staying vertical the entire way down. And then crunches them. They get some weird nose thing happen. Uh-huh. Both at the same time. Yeah. They yeah. go up to the roof. Uh, Macaulay Culkin, uh, f- uh, he c- goes through the garbage chute. There's a rope, and it- he dipped it in kerosene. Right. Prior. He, he climbs down the rope, uh-huh. uh, and then they they go after him on the rope, and then, oh, this smells like uh, potpourri Car- or something. Yeah. What they, uh, it's yeah. kerosene. Yeah. And then Kevin lights the rope, and then yeah. 
Again, they fall. They fall. Another death. Like it's three or four stories. Three. Three. This three. is a three-story townhouse. Three yeah. stories under some scaffolding, which it, it launches paint in the air. Which again, open paint cans. <laughs> that <laughs> no, looks like not paint. paint it's a turpentine. Oh, it's turpentine. Beautiful. That's yeah. that made sense. Which to I me. think like, would dry out faster than paint. Anyway, true. All right. Either way, that's open. Also, I was always wondered why they would go. <laughs> yeah. At the end, where they were like doing the weird thing when they're on the floor after the paint or the turpentine hit them. Oh, I don't. Yeah, um, never caught that. I don't remember. So he goes to the park and he calls the cops. And now he calls the cops and he says, um, "The the the Duncan Toy Show's robbers are in the park. Look for fireworks." He runs through the park and he slips on glass, and he I, I guess he knocks out for a second. Yeah, and then Marvin and Harry are standing over him. Yep. They pick him up and they're dripping in this kerosene, and they're gonna kill him. And then the bird lady throws bird seeds on him, right. and the birds fucking swarm him and just pick at him. And then I love Barb's. <gasps> Ah! <laughs> he's screaming like a chick. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was. I remember liking him as a kid because he was yeah. just so damn cartoony. And he's very yeah. animated. Yeah, yes, very very animated. And he he, he did a movie called Bushwhacked, where yes. he's like a criminal against like those Boy Scouts in the yeah. forest. And and again, it's the more of the physical comedy that he's well known for. Right. I like Daniel Stern. <laughs> so a poor man's Jim Carrey. Yeah. So the cops arrest the Sticky Bandits, and then uh, Mr. Duncan. In, on that rock that Kevin threw the store, there was a note, yep. and he says that I'm sorry I broke your window, but you know I had to stop the bad guys. So, oh, before that, uh, the mom remembers that hey, Kevin likes Christmas trees. Yep. Where's the biggest Christmas tree in the city? Oh, Kevin's there, Rockefeller and, Center, and which Rockefeller which Center. Is, is somehow empty <laughs> on, Christmas on Christmas Eve. Eve. I, don't, I don't. Well, maybe people were home. He was. Oh, by the way, also at at, earlier friend. in the movie, he's on top of the Twin Towers, which yeah. is also empty. Oh yeah. Uh, so they were filming. He, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the real reason, but the movie reason, I don't know. No. Yeah. So the mom finally meets him, and I thought the fucking Kevin's room was nice. Tim Curry hooked him, hooked the whole yes. family up with like a massive suite. This is like a mansion. Like this is where Emperor Trump would stay, right? And he becomes yeah, president. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Mr. Duncan drops off a bunch of toys there, right? And so everyone's having a merry Christmas. Everybody's having a merry. I guess. Everybody gets a toy, even though there's adults who. Why the fuck do I want a yeah, toy? Yeah, and I, I, if you're getting adults' toys, you don't want to open those in front of the kids. Yeah. Wow, wow. Hello. Yeah. Is this thing on? <laughs> <laughs> so, Ke- so Kevin decides to who should get his second turtle dove. Yeah. So he goes to the park. By the way, after being gone, missing from his parents, he sneaks away, yeah. and nobody notices he's gone again. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit about him. Yeah. No- they were laughing while they were filing a police report. Like um, so you that's a good kid? thing. Oh, we yeah. lost him twice, but we've never lost our luggage. And they, <laughs> and they they knock on the table. Oh, they're just enjoying themselves way yeah. too much. Too much. All right. So he gives the the pigeon lady or the dove lady, whatever the the yeah. the second turtle dove, meaning we're best friends forever. Kevin, this is a homeless lady who lives in New York, <laughs> and it's winter. This chick may not make it next year, and you're going back to <laughs> sh- you're going back to Chicago. Uh, is your dad gonna adopt this lady? Like, what the fuck? No. How fucked up is this for that lady? Oh my god, I finally made a new friend. Oh, bye. Right. Well, it's, back to Chicago. I feel like it's just something that even though they're gonna be separate for the rest of their lives, probably they still will remember each other. That's what that's for. I know. So right. what? Great. Congratulations. What? Well, did anybody else find it like really creepy how much they were talking and how like chummy they were getting? Yeah. It was. It was like I was like, "This is inappropriate. Mm-hmm. This is really. Uh, I, I'm uncomfortable." Also, <laughs> the way this movie ends, this it's already cartoony at this point. Yeah, might as well throw this fucking scene at the end. Uh, Buzz opens the hotel room bill. Oh yeah, 
And the dad, so Kevin is in Central Park. Yeah. And the Plaza Hotel, I'm guessing, is miles away. The dad yells, Kevin, you spent 900 something dollars on rope service. Yeah. And Kevin heard that from the park. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Fine. That's, that's Whatever. Comedy. I know. It's a stupid kids movie. But if Tim Curry f- hooked him up with a suite, yeah. why the fuck are they charging him for room yeah. service no. from the fraud? They, sh- they, sh- they shouldn't. Yeah. You should, you should, yeah. No. It doesn't matter. The whole thing, they, they should be anything they can to make this go away because they could be sued out of existence. Oh, my God. My mom is yelling at me right now. And she lives 10 miles away. <laughs> <laughs> that's the logic of this movie. Yep. And in New York, nonetheless. A very noisy city. Yeah. All right. And that's and that's the movie. And that's the movie. Closing thoughts? Did it hold up since you saw it as a kid? Uh, <laughs> in a way, it did. There was a, there was a lot of laugh out loud moments. Uh-huh. That I, I was I was expecting not to laugh as much as I did watching it this, this time around. Uh-huh. Just like that's it was, there was a lot of little clever lines mm-hmm. there. Uh, amongst all the absurdity, there was some yeah. good lines. Yeah, there were a lot of there were a lot of things that I didn't catch when I was a, a kid. But ultimately, the same yeah. thing Uncle happened. Frank's large penis. What? <laughs> huh? <laughs> what are you talking? What? He says at the beginning of the movie, Frank says, uh, "Uncle Frank, don't come. If you come in the shower, you see me naked. You're never gonna feel like a man for the rest of your life." That's what that meant. He's insinuating. Oh, because he's, got a large he's penis. so. Big that, yeah. That Kevin will never match him or something. Yeah, he's gonna think that his he's got a small yeah, one. Yeah. His, his whole life. That's, me, that's what I took from it. Okay, let me rephrase that. I did something <laughs> I didn't catch when I was an adult either. <laughs> it was entertaining. Yeah, I like the first one better. Yeah. Well, the, the 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 there were a lot more fantastical things this time. Way too many. I mean, the kid yeah. the kid knew way too much about engineering chemicals and everything to get this done. I mean, the kid's like one year older than he was when he first couldn't figure out how to use. Right. A year later, nobody learned any lessons from the previous year. Uh huh. But that magical talk boy, man. Yeah, it was magical. Yeah. And yeah. the only person that actually learned was Kevin. Do you think somebody came up with the talk boy and then they said, "I know, Home Alone too." Like, do you think the movie was made just to sell that talk boy? I ooh, I would not doubt that. That's a, that's a good theory. Yeah, I would not doubt that at all. Okay, that got a lot of play. I got yeah. a lot of play in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> I enjoyed it. It's fun. It's a it's it's a cute little movie. Yeah, I'll watch it with Mike. Cute. I'll, that's when, a good one. When I have a kid, I'll show him the movie. They'll they'll like it. I was okay with the movie, but I know in my, in the heart of hearts of mine that it doesn't. There's no way that kid could learn that much and yeah. know how to do that much. Well, the one thing I always trip out about these movies is. As an well, I watched Goodfellas as a kid, and Pesci is in Goodfellas, and he's a crazy motherfucker in yeah. Goodfellas. So, like the fact that he's well known in these kids' movies, but then in like Raging Bull, yeah, Casino, yeah. Goodfellas, this guy's like a crazy guy. See, for me, it's it, so it, like weird. Like, like in Free Willy, Michael Madsen is yeah, the, is the dad, the dad. In Free Willy, right? But in like Reservoir Dogs, he's cutting off a guy's ear. Yes, huh? <laughs> See, it, it, for me, it was a perfect introduction to Joe Pesci because like that those. How I knew him as this crazy guy. Later on, seeing him as Joe Pesci, he's like, oh, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Same guy. Good transition. Good transition. Way to go, Pesci. Yeah. <laughs> Way to move forward your career. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was our opinion of the movie. Diversification. But, but like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of them, but we have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Do you guys want to hear good reviews or bad reviews? Start with the bad. Okay. Uh, Bob Grimm of the Las Vegas Mercury says, right. so, so bad. Oh, that's, his that's whole, it. That's, that's what, it. That, all right. That's not the whole review. That's just what I got from Rotten oh, Tomatoes. Okay. That's all that's on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Okay. Phil Villarreal of the Arizona Daily Star says, "Whatever steam Culkin gained in Home Alone was lost in this tepid sequel rehash." I agree. He he was a lot more precocious in this one than he was in the first one. To mm-hmm. the point where it was like, "All right, now we know that you have writers. You're not being <laughs> you're you're a fictional character for sure." 
Jason Morgan of filmcritic.com says, made solely to sell talk boys. Yeah. And let's not forget the pink talk girls to kids. Oh, that's right. So that's my theory right there. Roger Ebert, Chicago Sun-Times. Is this a children's movie? I confess I do not know. Millions of kids will go to see it. There used to be movies where it was bad for little kids to hurt grown-ups. Now Kevin bounces bricks off their skulls from the rooftops and everybody <laughs>, laughs. The question isn't whether the movie will scare the children of the audience. It's whether the adults will be able to peek between their fingers. Roger Ebert. Oh, what? Yeah. That's weird. Uh, good reviews. I only found two. Uh, Lu- <laughs> oh, oh no Luis Martinez of Sinenganos Sinen- says not better than the first part but funny Pesci is great in both films yeah well Pesci did what he needed to do mm-hmm. it was, he, yeah Owen Gleiberman of Entertainment Weekly says to say that a live action movie works exactly like a cartoon used to be a criticism not a compliment uh, that's not really <laughs> that doesn't sound review. like a good review <laughs> now it's time for the game that everyone loves to play the Ron Tomatoes game All right. this is part of the show where they make the guys guess the score of the movie based on its Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59% is rotten, 60% to 84% is fresh, and 85% up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? Let's go with the audience because I know the critics are pretty much against it. Okay. How much nostalgia and goodwill will the audience have towards this? Well, I, I'm thrown off now by the fact that there was only two good reviews. I, I but, think... this, but this is the audience now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was, mm, I'll say 67%. Okay. Um, 54. 61%. Ooh, it's wow. barely fresh. Okay. Now it's time for the critics, the tomato meter. All right. So based so, on that strategy. Remember, Adam, the, on the Adam Carolla show, yeah. this movie's bad, but is it 13% bad or oh, right. 43% <laughs> bad? It's not thirteen percent. I, I would well, <laughs> Pesci and, and Curry alone are good for twenty points each. I think. Yeah, I agree with that okay. one. Yeah, that <laughs> well, so if they're both twenty, I'll give it a forty-three. Okay. So where's the other three come from? <laughs> Everybody else. Oh wow. <laughs> um, I'll give it fifty-four. Twenty-four percent. Oh, it is rotten. All right. Adam Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. No. We've noticed that Paul Giamatti has solely been in a lot of the movies we're doing, so since me and Adam and Maestro equally love him, we decided to ask, what role would Paul Giamatti have had in this movie? Cur- Curry, right? You can't. You can't take Curry out, though. Okay. You can't, no. But you can't take Pesci but, but you can't. You can't put them both in, though. I feel like that's that's too much. He'd, he'd, have, he'd have to be Rob Schneider. Or character. the dad? The, no. no. The dad does not, doesn't have enough to do anything with. Let's just pretend you took Curry out and you put Giamatti in. Ooh, Fine. Ooh, That'd ooh. be good? Yeah. yeah. How about this? Cliff. Cliff. No, no lines. I think Rob Schneider's an okay choice because he's 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 got the little comedy things. Okay. Uh, but Tim Curry can also still be in it. I feel like that part <laughs> where Cliff goes, it's a lie with the big eyes was would be perfect for Jim. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show where I give out little bits of facts or inf- info about the movie that you may or may not know about. Macaulay Culkin was paid $4.5 million to star in this movie, the biggest paycheck ever to a 12-year-old Jesus child actor. Jesus Christ. In the original Home Alone, Harry says, kids are scared of the dark. In the sequel, Marv says almost the same line when Kevin goes into Central Park, changing just one letter and saying, kids are scared of the park. Wait, right. that's the exact same line. Yeah. Oh, park. The first one he says dark. Yeah, dark park. My bad. Yeah. The airport scenes were exponentially more difficult to shoot than the first film, because not only did they have to stay operational during filming, but Macaulay Culkin's newfound celebrity required extra protection for him from fans and paparazzi. Mm. A 12-year-old? 
Home Alone was like the biggest yeah. movie of that year, dude. No, yeah. fine, but fans swarming. What? <laughs> I don't understand. Back then, Home Alone was the biggest movie out Under- there. Understood, but it, they it, made a sequel just to sell a toy, dude. I know, I know, but in, I mean, in the airport, I I just I don't see people like, oh, it's Macaulay Culkin! Oh my god! And just like running after him, all crazy. Like it's Michael Jackson in the animated thing he did, Speed Demon. Oh, for Moonwalker? Yeah. Or, yeah, Moon- yeah. I was going to say Moonraker. That's yeah. the Bond movie. <laughs> uh, f- finally, in the turtle dove scene, Kevin makes a joke and tells Mr. Duncan that his money is better spent donated because he'll probably just spend it on stuff that will rot his teeth and his mind. Yes. Macaulay Culkin will later battle with a serious drug addiction, including heroin. <laughs> Foreshadow. Should have gave a lot more money to Duncan, man. <laughs> Guys, money makes the world go round. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget for this movie, $18 million, $18 million. And four of that was Macaulay Culkin. 4.5 yeah. of that was. Wow. So would you like to – oh, uh, Box Office Mojo had NA for their oh. budget. I found this on IMDb, so okay. it could be a little more. All right. Give me its total worldwide gross overseas and in the U.S. Does, it, does this count sales for the talk boy? No. I feel like that... No. No? It's not a no. movie property thing? No. Okay. Nope. Only ticket sales? Well, it's a separate revenue stream. Okay. In, like, when you look at uh, the, the financial paperwork, it'll go ticket sales, merchandise. This this had to have been a must-see for everybody that was around. Yeah. It's 18... It's a sequel to, like, one of the biggest comedies of its day. I'll go 45. Okay. 45 million, huh? Yeah. For its total worldwide gross, overseas and... <sighs> 54. Do you want to change your answer, sir? Worldwide, I'll go 66. Okay. 54. Uh, In the U.S., this grossed grossed (laughs) $173.5 million. Wow. Holy Overseas, it grossed $185.4 million, bringing its total worldwide gross at $358.9 million. Oh, my God. That's insane. We got to make a movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, with with a lot of head trauma. (laughs) Uh, Harry? (laughs) <laughs> this film debuted in first place in the week on the weekend of November twentieth, nineteen ninety two, with thirty one point one million dollars. Wow! According to Box Office Mojo, this film is the third highest grossing film in the category. Uh, house Inva- Home Invasion. No. <laughs> Christmas setting only, where the movie oh. is set during the holiday, but it's not about Christmas. Okay, like Die Hard. Number one is Iron Man three. All right. Number two is the first Home Alone. Number seven is Die Hard. All right. Very good. How about Rocky? Did Rocky Four get on there? No. <laughs> well, it's somewhere on that list. Uh, I sure. just didn't go all the way down. Oh, okay. Uh, this was the second highest grossing film of 1992. This was number two. Okay. Your top five from that year are number one, Aladdin. Nice. Number two, this. Number three, Batman Returns. Another oh. Christmas setting only. The Christopher Walken that took one. Place during Christopher Walken. Chris- yeah, yeah. He was Max Shrek. I don't remember that. He pushes her out the window. That's how she becomes Catwoman. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Okay. Mr. Bruce Wayne, why are you wearing a Batman costume? Because he is Batman, you idiot. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Number four was Lethal Weapon 3. Number five was A Few Good Men. Ooh. Adam, I watched this movie on Amazon. Nice. Me too. Uh, if you want to watch this on Amazon, <laughs> go to our website first, click on the banner, it'll take you to Amazon, you do your shopping as normal. doesn't cost you anything extra, but it helps support the show. iTunes, same thing. Look yep. at that. Yay! Yay! That's 1992's Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, directed by Christopher Columbus. Not Christopher Columbus. Chris Columbus. Isn't that the same thing? 
Mm, it's a shorter name check out our website ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers follow us on twitter facebook and instagram at spoiler show check out and subscribe to the youtube channel rat pack productions write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions opinions and movie requests please rate and review the show on itunes so it can help us in the rankings if you leave us a review on itunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch that movie will go to the top of our list and we will watch it before any other requests yeah next week yes our Christmas marathon ah! concludes with a Christmas film that had Adam has been waiting over two years to do. Yeah. <laughs> we decided to give him an early... We do bad movies on the show. We decided to give him a Christmas present. We're doing Die Hard, mm-hmm. which I think is his favorite Bruce Willis movie. Absolutely. He's, oh. he's the ultimate Bruce Willis fan, so this will be interesting to see him watching it with his spoiler goggles on. We yes. Had, we had less than 30 seconds for this show to finish, and you still got a Bruce Willis <laughs> Yeah, you didn't get one in earlier. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, but New York, that's like her I think three. you were too I think you were too into Pesci. In love Curry. with Curry. Like I think you were so starstruck oh, okay. by Curry he Maybe. blocked out uh Bruce Willis. Well there was a good uh it could have I could have done a scene where they was chasing through the park where as they were running away from the wet bandits, they got taken out by taxi, taxi. Cab. and then they have to figure <laughs> out or how to get four <laughs> gallons of water into a five right. gallon jug. Are you aiming for those people? <laughs> no. Well, maybe, that's part three. Maybe that mime. <laughs> we'll be watching part one next yeah. week. Speaking of which, before you end up uh, into the show, uh, there's the, the movie in February. Deadpool's coming out, right? Yeah. There is. He's doing this. Uh, oh, Ryan Reynolds is doing this bit where he uh, doing like these twelve days of like Christmas with oh, is that right? tr- with bits of tr- Deadpool. Yeah. Oh, nice. And they and one of it was uh, homage to uh, Home Alone. Ooh. Yeah. I'll nice. check that out. Nice. Very cool. Deadpool man. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So watch Die Hard. It's on, yes. It is on Amazon. So go to Amazon. Watch it again because you've all seen it. I'm sure because yes. you have to have seen it to be yes. human being. What? In my world. <laughs> <laughs> so so check so <laughs> check it out. And until uh, next time, this is Hollywood. I'm uh, Maestro. <laughs> I'm, I'm Adam. You filthy animals. <laughs> <laughs>